I totally didn't almost forget to throw us back on the screen before the countdown. <laughs> we're professionals. Just sitting here, the countdown doing, finishes. Kid. Just the the ember filled background, and it's just you and I talking. <laughs> like, wait, what's going on? Hi, so. everybody! Welcome to the Black Tower Podcast. It's a Wheel of Time podcast. It's a new week, which means it's a new dose of taint. I am your Sorbonne Mihale, Josh, and a little bit more. Just a little bit more. Just a wee bit more. All I'm asking for is just a little respect. Just a little bit. Who the hell are you? Hey, baby. Wouldn't you like to know, weather boy? (laughs) And I am Andrew, your Bajon Mihail. Yeah. Oh, wait. Hold on. I can... There we go. A little pop of the voodoo ranger. And um, a very, very nice mug. Oh, wait. We haven't talked about that yet. (laughs) Wrong show. Wrong show. Uh, no, oh, no it's, it's kind of the right show. It's kind of the right show. I mean, it's, kind of the right it's a spoiler show. for like two minutes from now, if that long. <laughs> so, but anyway, like Josh said, welcome to the Black Terror Podcast. We talk about the Wheel of Time TV show, books, metaphysics, lies, truths, things we remember happening that turns out actually didn't happen. And all the things that did actually happen that we don't remember, and everybody else does and reminds us, hey guys, you don't remember the books as well as you think you do. And then we surprise ourselves by remembering the most random details at times. Uh, and getting those random details wrong. I mean, that's the most fun because it creates engagement in the comment section. <laughs> so, But uh, if you want to fact check us and see if we got anything right or wrong, and you don't happen to have what seems to be a photographic memory of not just the series, but also every interview ever conducted ever about the series, like Morshadi does, uh, you can head on over to thegreatblight.com and use their fantastic wiki resources to help find answers to the questions we ask both you and ourselves. Uh, <laughs> and I'm sure one of them will answer like the meaning of life or or something like that. So uh, go and check them out. And then also there's a fantastic uh, list of content creators over there, uh, YouTubers, podcasters, um, musicians, artists, uh, trivia and games, all kinds of fantastic stuff. So go check out uh, thegreatblight.com. Tell Nablus that we sent you and also tell him like, hey, expand the wiki because we need more information. So, um, but with all that said and done, with the plugs out the way, We're going to go ahead and bring in our guest for this episode. You know him. You love him. And if you don't, you should. Say hello to Rob. Uh, Officially Malkir's sexiest chef. Oh, thank you. I thought cracking the can was the appropriate way to uh, say it. It is. It's an underappreciated spear form, actually. It is an underappreciated spear form. You're quite right. Um, thank you for that lovely intro. Uh, my name, yes, is Rob. I am your Malkiri Mahail. I'm just going to go with that. I've made that up right <laughs> that, now. That works. Mahail yeah. of the Seven Lakes. Mahail of the right. Seven Lakes. Ooh. Oh, I like that. Yeah. We'll have to get Malkiri outpost on that one and see mm. if we can get a old tongue translation for that. <laughs> it's a name will, like that long. 
Yeah, it would be like that Welsh town that's got like 67 letters in it. Look, in the, yeah. you don't have to exaggerate, okay? It might only be this long, and that's okay. It's this how you pronounce it that matters. That's how many apostrophes? That's what matters. <laughs> Rob, Rob, what do you do over at your place? What do you do? What do I do? What do I do? I do a little bit yeah. of everything, guys. I get around. Um <laughs> Uh, yeah, so um, so my the main thing I do, folks, uh, I have a YouTube channel. Uh, I do a weekly um, like IE variety show uh, with three lovely co-hosts, uh, Melindra, Ben and Shead, and Mistress Leia. And uh, <laughs> I love this to find you guys measuring. Yeah, I love that. Thank, That's a great thank comment. You, YouTube user. Yes. Um, so that's that's every Thursday. Um, <laughs> Every Thursday, we have a lot of fun doing that. Um, in between that, I, you know, sometimes I release videos about news or cooking or all other bits and pieces, have some fun on YouTube. I do a podcast for fun. Uh, that's how I started back in the day. And I am also the person responsible for One Holiday, along with Andrew. That's Cheyenne. And uh, now I have also put together... Uh, what seems to be like we're filling the longing. Kev Angus and I have got together and we are doing the KCI or KCR. I kind of how to pronounce it. Glory to the stars streams. Uh, so every month we take a different star TV show and do a focus on their scenes and have people in and we stream for like eight hours and just have some fun talking about, you know, the, the TV show and the, the people in it. Um, and we did Elaine because that's Kev's love. And, um, Amazon will kind of forgive us a behind the scenes photo from filming, which is really, really cool. So um, nice. And then we put that out on Twitter and Instagram and people started analyzing it and think that it means, you know, they can't, the image, <laughs> they Google search the image on Rafe's hat and they can't find it anywhere. And they're like, oh, so this must mean like this got spokes on it in season three and four and blah, blah. I and saw it. that. They were doing theory stuff. It, so yeah, it was really, really cool. But it's fun. It gives yep. us something to do in in the during the longing. Exactly. That's the idea behind it. We fill the longing. We celebrate the stars of the TV show. We celebrate the show. You know. Yeah. Thank you, Leia. It was a lot of fun. Um, yeah. So I do that. And uh, I am also responsible, <sighs> scarily enough, for Europe's only Willowtown convention, Malkiricon, which happens every September. Uh, we will be in our third year this year, and this year we've moved to Prague. Oh, I so want to go. So that's bad. a that's a long list of things I do. Jesus. Yeah, dude, yeah. we're like fifty five <laughs> minutes into the episode. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks, folks. It's really yeah. just <laughs> commercial know, it's for funny, Rob. Because right? as you started and and got around, you went from uh, just doing uh, the like weekly or biweekly uh, food videos. Oh, that's right. As... I did, yeah. As that the, was how I started, yeah. Chef. And then, like, your repertoire of stuff just kept growing and growing and growing. <laughs> and then I know you got busy, and you're like, I don't have time to do all this. I got to pare down some. I did. I so paid we, a lot down, yeah. So we, we tightened the strings <laughs> on the proverbial girdle there. And now it's, it's loosening a little bit again. It's, uh, so, but it's not like weekly stuff, it's more like monthly or like annual stuff. So, yeah, you know. <laughs> Look, two geeks, I'm gonna need you to shut your whore mouth. All right. All right. <laughs> you see, the fun thing is, is we've definitely talked about like doing all like doing a bunch of like extra stuff and doing uh different things. And then uh about 
25% of the time, the problem is timing and scheduling, and about 75% of the rest of the issue is uh, actually just getting off our ass and doing it. So, Yeah, uh, if I can give anyone a tip who's ever like, ah, oh, Jesus, I wish I could do more, just dive in and do it. You'll probably make a million mistakes. I make mistakes all the time. Um, if you watch any of my stuff, it's always like, ah, oh, that went wrong. Oh, that went wrong. Oh, there's nine things went wrong all in a row um but uh, you learn yeah. from them you have fun with them and you make it part of what you're doing it's true uh, or at least i do and uh hopefully you get somewhere right? but have fun doing it so if i give anyone Absolutely. advice on that not that Great i usually advice. do but yeah fantastic advice um, it's been, it's been now, fun watching I, I, watching I you grow say... <laughs> i'm still i promise you i can't it's not on camera but i promise you it's, it's sadly it's still growing I, can, <laughs> I need I need it to stop growing, okay? But I can't right. I can't gym it up at the moment. I got a fucked ankle, so yeah. You're preaching to the to the Nakomi choir over here, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh so I, I will say this. We we we've got a we've got an exciting subject for you tonight to help jump in and discuss. And I didn't think about it until just now. Um I don't I do want to give you the option though of backing okay. out. Because I, I know you're the token wetlander in the threefold talk. You've got a I lot am. of IEL people over there, and we're going to discuss the subject of the IEL. And I I don't want any of your teachers like having toe to the rest of the IEL. And I don't want any of them getting mad at you for not understanding them. They get mad at me all the time. It's totally fine. Okay, cool. Okay. Just so long as you're there. Um that's that's part of being a wetlander, right? Is is making yeah, the IEL mad at us? That's like, true. They, they, I mean, like, uh, so uh, we didn't do a spoiler warning yet, but mm. full book spoilers. Yeah. We're gonna go with this one. Um, do you, do you, you know? Wanna, do you want to play one? Yeah, yeah, I'll play it in a second. Um, uh, once I, oh, once oh, I get oh, this oh. out. Um, but you know, in the books, when we have all the wetlanders that are trying to mimic Giotto. Like the IEL think they're actually doing it seriously. Like, no, it's it's just our tendency to be like kind of dickish pranksters. And it's just a big goof <laughs> to just see like how riled up we can make them. Like, um, I know I know somebody, uh, they're they're pretty popular. I don't I don't actually know them, they're really big YouTubers, like millions of followers scale because they've been doing this for like 15 years, where one of they never watch each other's videos and one of them has the other convicts that they convince that they absolutely love and believe everything alex jones says and so he keeps no. like preaching everything he says occasionally like when the clip comes up or they're talking about it just to see how annoyed he can make the other person and <laughs> wow I'm, I'm here for the trolling man it's that, that that's i was gonna say that's quite a gimmick i dig it yeah well we've been doing it for they've been doing it for like years it's hilarious so uh, no glow and terrorizer if anybody knows who those guys are. Yeah. I do not. Nice. I would I say, you know, that's free promo for them, but they don't need it. You look at us at 1.5k and look at them at like, you know, 3.9 to And who's winning? Million. We are. Let's Yeah, yeah, let's absolutely. Yeah. Cuz we get to talk about the wheel of time. They got to do these weird okay. things like react and yeah. play video yeah. games. Losers. It's weird. It's people, weird. Uh, people play video games, man. <laughs> Fuck those guys. Fuck those guys. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I, which spoiler one did I have for today? Was it the sexy one? I think it was the sexy one. 
Yeah, it's the sexy one. All right. Yeah. I love or one of the sexy ones. We have many sexy If you say it's the sexy one and Gilbert Gottfried starts screaming at me, I'm going to have questions. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's not sexy. I mean, would that be wrong? Like, it could be sexy in, like, the right stupory mood. There you go. Oh, it's the actual it's, reading it's very late, guys. I might have to go to bed. Thing. I'm going to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here's the actual spoiler warning, courtesy of one of the fantastic thespians. Is that, is that the right word? Over at North Harbor Podcast? Yes. Yeah. That's the word I'm going to use. It might be wrong, but that's what I'm going to use. It's probably This is your official spoiler warning. This episode contains spoilers for all 14 books and the prequel. If you're still listening and you haven't read all these, you want to be spoiled, don't you? You crave it. Getting spoiled without putting in the work? Well, get ready. Here it comes. <sighs> For those of you who don't know, that's that Alorna Sedai, one of the three absolutely spectacular women from the North Harbor podcast. Beautiful on the inside and on the out. And mm, thank She's you amazing. for that. Delightful spoiler warning. <laughs> Spoil me, mommy. Spoil me harder. Spoil so, me harder. oh my god. Um, episode topic for today, Josh. Uh, yeah, I'll go with it because you're you're semi broken right now. I'm yeah, coming back. I'm coming back. Oh, are you? Making are a, you? Yeah, making that's a what she said. Hey, oh, like a Kardashian sex tape coming back. Still one of the best Chris Pratt jokes ever. I was just going to say, like the Parks and Rec blooper where he's like, yeah, the yeah. Kardashian story. <laughs> what? Well, I think she gets her come on her back on that one. <laughs> yeah. and they all just. Tonight's topic. It's it's kind of a theory episode, but it's also kind of rooted in the sh- in the in the books here. Um, and, I'll, and I'll give a little bit of flavor uh, for the uh, for the. For those of you who want to follow along, uh, the band of the red hand, Matt assigns different people uh, to be sort of a security force for the band. You know, these are your law enforcers. Uh, the law enforcers get a bonus. And if people are acting out of line, that cuts into their bonus, which incentivizes them to act. Well, how are you supposed to know who these people are? Well, Matt devises this brilliant system of tying a red band on their arm, and they become, you know, uh, red arms. Red, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the, the red, red arms, yes, the red, 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 and so the red arms then become easily distinguishable. And so, you know, where you've got a system where people rotate in and out of that position, you don't know who's in that position. Now you've got a visual indicator of, hi, that person's a red arm. If they tell me to stop, I have two choices. Stop or get fucked up. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's kind the of it, right? Force it's, still it's does simple. This. Still does that to this day. Not not the fucking up part, because <laughs> that, that much combatives. Now, if they got a taser OC spray, that's a different story. Or if you cross the red line, even by a sliver, that's a different story. Don't. Don't cross but, the red line. You know, Don't ever do it. Uh, Air Force military police wear a navy blue, dark navy blue beret to distinguish us from that. 
Uh, unless we're on the flight line, then you know we don't wear it. And then the I don't know, <laughs> full plate carrier and rifle kind of give us away. But usually, usually, usually. But there is another group of people in the Wheel of Time who employ a similar tactic. They employ a similar sort of uh, a visual indicator to tell people where they are from. And in this particular case, I'm referring to the Aiel. Now, you've got the Aiel that, from a wetlander perspective, you look out, you see Aiel, and you see, ah, yes, there is an Aielman, and he is wearing brown. And if he's mad at you, he's going to veil his face and kill you. But then the Aiel are like, oh, yeah, that one's a, you know, that one's a cloud walker. That one's a, a thunder shield. That one's a stone dog. That one's a... And everybody else is like, how the hell do you know that? All like, I'm looking. That was a, a guy from Forest and Fire. Like, an Aiel, like, walks out from behind a rock. <laughs> and he just stares at him. They veil. And he's just like, it will kill. <laughs> it will kill. <laughs> That's a meme. We're going to make that meme. Um. No, but, but like, essentially it boils down to they're all wearing a brown ghillie suit. But there are references in the story about how the different pieces of clothing are cut or shaped in an effort to identify the types, the, 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 the origins of the different Aiel. And so what I was kind of hoping to chew on tonight is... What kinds of things would they have that would be easily discernible to them, but not so easily discernible to us? Like I said, the red arms, red armband, like that's easy for us to see. But if you did that to an Aiel, Aiel would be like, what, you didn't let everybody see me for like 20 miles? Absolutely not. So like what, what kinds of, what kinds of things could an Aiel do if, if I was a stone dog and I wanted to make sure everybody knew I was a stone dog and I'm like founding the stone dogs, what, what would I have in my 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 ghillie suit, my Aiel ghillie suit, that would differentiate me from anybody else in the Aiel nations? I'm gonna call it now that the um, the the uh, Taardad Aiel uh, Avienda's clan, they definitely have like, you know, like stone washed jeans, but they have like yeah. stone washed uh, like trousers. Because they're from, you know, Cold Rock's Hold. <laughs> <laughs> like the, the punk rock of the islands. Yeah. I love it. Okay. It's more of a joke, but it actually could be a thing, I guess. I mean, it could be a thing, yeah. I think um, I think it starts with stitching. Okay. Okay. I think it starts with, like... Like single line stitching, double line stitching, big gaps between the stitches, really tight stitching, you know, things like that. I think that's like the first thing to to look at, like how things are stitched together. Um, because we're talking about like minute details here that the eye are going to pick up that from a distance you ain't going to notice, you know. But as soon as you get there, you can see them properly because you, you're going to be on top of Rail before you see them, even sure. at Rail, you know, and they're going to notice and see this sort of stuff. I think stitching's the first place to start. I don't know. So, so... Go ahead. But so do you think, like, 
because resources, uh, even though like the IL are well adapted to uh, to the IL waste um, or the or the threefold land, um, resources are still pretty scarce. So would it be potentially like as a, a statement of like a clan or a seps or even a society's like prosperity within like their hold if they wore um cotton sore that used more material like it had more intricate stitching or more sturdy or more lines of stitching showing that like they had plenty of thread to use for it that they weren't hurting for it so they can use extra in all of their clothing because they are a strong and mighty clan you know that has won many battles you know what that actually you're saying that and that actually kind of gives me a thought here like both of you kind of where you're going with this like rob i love what you're talking about with the stitching and andrew where you're talking about like the the, the different patterning and when i think of cultures that had patterning in their fabrics to help identify families and clans and things like that. I mean, obviously we go to Scotland, right? And you've got the tartan and you've got yeah. the different families that had different patterns in there. You can even go down into um, sort of the Muslim, uh, ancient Muslims and those kinds of things. Now the patterning, I don't think necessarily had anything to do with like, like family or things, but I would believe that there are different regions known for different patterns and different uh, kinds of intricate patterns. And if you start talking about, well, stone dogs have a pattern that then becomes something that is easily recognizable to someone who's raised around it their entire lives. Right. I know to look for a, uh, a series of X's on the front portion of the cotton source somewhere. Yeah. Well, I, I know I, to know. look for, yeah, go ahead. A, like a, a double line of stitch like across the knees or something you know that yeah. is you know it just said like in a, in, a, in a particular place here's an extra line of stitching for no purpose and it's just like that doesn't stand out to anyone it just looks like stitching but it's just above the elbow or you know at the end of the cuffs in three you know three lines of stitching at the end of the cuffs well that's a stone dog that's a thunder walker that's a red eyes that's uh you know whatever it might be um and it's just it becomes something really really simple that you know a stupid wetlander is not going to pick up on but the Aela, like you say pattern recognition i i and i like that too because it, it falls in line with what andrew was saying with resources are limited we don't have the ability to like put out this big lace pattern cotton sore you know um yeah well think about too it, like the the multitude of combinations right you have 13 different at, the, at least by at least in book one or you know around the book one time frame there are 13 different active IEO clans and each IEO clan has anywhere between two and ten seps in that clan depending on the clan size with the um taradon uh clan avienda's clan having uh 10 seps um and then i think like the um the xians and the reen and the brain only have like two and then you mix into that all the different societies you know like the red shields and the maidens of the spear and the water seekers and the stone dogs and everything because like the different cut and design of the of the cat and sword denotes all of these differences so a 
stone dog from one sept of one clan is going to have a different cut and stitching pattern than a stone dog from a different sept of the same clan and even more different from a stone dog of a different clan so that is that's too much math for me i am not good at math but that is <laughs> well you would you would need amount. You would need something that identifies the clan, something that identifies the sept, and then something that identifies the society. Except for the mains of the spear. Because if you see, you know, a female if, fighter, you're like, well, a pretty that's, definitive. You know, that's a that's a <laughs> identifying feature. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, um, so do you so, think it's like an intentional difference, or do you think it's just something where like the clans all learn to do this different ways? And then the SEPs all have done it different ways based on available resources. And then each each of the societies in the in the SEPs have kind of like their own way of doing it based that's like related to like their specialty or their skill or their trade. Or yeah, do you think I, it was I, intentional? I, I would say that the clans probably go like um uh a way of like either a type of material or the way they cut their material um mm. would say would, would do for the clans because then you look what what sort of resources do they have and then the seps will be in will be like well you know the way they put it together so you know let stone dogs are stupid so you know they put it together like that and then like do an overstitch or something like that so because you know stone dogs are stupid um they waste fabric then, by overlapping it too much or something like that yeah something like that and then um so actually like show their stone dogs then it would be like you know the type of stitching or something i don't know i i think yeah it, it would be three different things you wouldn't have like you know this type of stitching means you're a stone dog but then if you had this stitching as well you'd also be this sept like i think they would yeah. have to have like materials cut and the way the cloth's put together and then type of stitching you know there would be a different thing for each one yeah. so you could have you know different cuts of cloth but with diff with the same stitching you'd be like okay well you might be a different set but i know you're a stone dog yeah i would agree so, that it would it wouldn't it would be like separate subtle things about the dress but more so i guess what i was getting at was is it would it be something like because i am a this clan this set this society this is how i must have my clothing made or do you think it would be more like only the stone dogs of this sept of the the tardod aiel do their clothing this way where it's become like a, a kind of like traditional thing now as we're reading it in the books because they've done it this way for so long but it was initially born out of like that was the only group that happened to cut their cut their clothing this way put it together this way wear it in this specific arrangement of layering or, or whatever the difference is I, I think because the first time you come across other members of your society, but from a different clan, might be in battle, you know, and while you might be like, oh, okay, well, they've done this, this, and this as their combination, you know, you might not really recognize that until you're in battle. Whereas if you're in your clan and you're like, this is what makes a stone that shows, a, a, you know, if you in battle and you see someone else with this particular type of stitching in this particular place, they're the same society that don't fight them, even if they're a different clan. You know that's far quicker and easier to identify because you've seen that physically you wear it yourself i think it has there has to be one thing that be like oh all stone dogs 
do this type of stitching or wear this particular cloth or have you know this type of spear maybe it's weapons you know like the spear is this length with this tassel on the end or something like that that makes a stone dog all stone dogs have this there has to be one thing that's recognizable across all of them because otherwise you've got to have hundreds of different combinations of things be like and i know that i are great at memorizing things in they there like you know my great mother's this can give me toe because i did that and i didn't you know say hello and end up being you know guy shine to my aunt for you know six million years because i <laughs> you know coughed at my uncle's second niece twice removed um you know bizarre things like that i know they have great memory but if you combine you know the different clans seps and then societies the amount of combination to things you could have if if it was like well a stone dog is this this and this is that particular clan society uh clan and sep sorry and then a stone dog here is this this and th there's too many combinations of things to memorize even for Aiel, i think yeah well and I, I i feel like i feel like if we're gonna if we're gonna boil it down you know you've got to, you've got to have three different uh sort of i don't i don't want to say you know for lack of a better word, you know, universal trademarks. Yes. Right? If you've you've got one trademark somewhere in your cotton sore that's going to say I am of this clan, you've got another trademark somewhere in your cotton sore that says I am of this uh, you know, sept. Uh, sept, and then you got another one that says I am of this uh, society, and you know just kind of picking on stone dogs um, because that's kind of the one where we keep kind of gravitating towards, but <laughs> it's the fun I, one, I, isn't I, it, you know? I, I agree with what you're saying there. I, I feel like, I feel like it doesn't matter what clan or sept a stone dog is going to have like, like the trademark, like let's just say that a stone dog trademark is they've got a, 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 a circle stitched on their forearm. Cool. Every stone dog, regardless of clan or sept, is going to have that single circle stitched on their forearm. Every yeah. single stone dog. Because as you were saying, Rob, earlier, you know, when you're in a battle with someone, you're not necessarily going to say, ha ha, that's a thunder shield. Ha ha, that's a, you know, you're, you're just going to be fighting another clan or another sept or whatever. And you're going to be going, okay, cool. But which Aiel societies are, are, you know, foreign to wetlanders such as us anyway. But it, it, it's, I think it's an interesting thing. So like, to me, you know, if I, if it, 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 I, I like the idea that there's stitching involved. I feel like, I feel like one of them would be a stitch, a pattern stitch of some kind, like you were saying, an extra stitch around the elbow, an extra stitch across the knees, um, but I also feel like there would have to be at some point in time, like uh, a piece of fabric somewhere that's just kind of yeah. sewn into it. Um, and maybe it's just maybe it's the same color something. as yeah. everything else, but it's an extra slash of fabric that just goes across the chest right here. It doesn't yeah. serve any purpose. It's completely and totally just there to show, hi, I'm of the tired diet. I yield. Yeah. If, yeah, but, absolutely. That would if be you the think... purpose it serves. So yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's it's like Ilianas have, you know, the, the Iliana beards. Kandori have the hair in braids. Like yes. you know, you can the Kandori will be from many places in Kandor and they'll have different weapons and different style of armor as a result. But you know they're from Kandor because they have the braids. You know, there needs to be that one thing. And I think yeah, fabric stitching could be one, fabric would be another. 
um and then that's why i think like materials for clan you know so different enough differences you know if you're raised ail then obviously you're going to know differences in materials um you know materials for clans extra claw for pieces of material for sept and then you know something like stitch or other way around it could be stitching for sept and then materials for you know society or whatever but yeah it needs to be three different things i I think yes i I do think that you actually bring up ultimately y'all are with oh go ahead sorry (laughs) well i was just gonna say i real quick i was just gonna say i do think you bring up a good point with the hairdos as well because in the books, what do we know about Maidens of the Spear? They've got short cropped hair and they got the little, mm-hmm. you know, the little rat tail thing going on in the back. Yes. Which Who's I'm glad they got rid of for the not... TV show. I mean, yeah. And, and just because I like to throw shade, like I, I'm all for constructive criticism of the TV show. I am. I love it. If you can come in, you can bring receipts and you can be like, this was bad. Okay, cool. Great, talk about it. Let's talk about. It. But if you just come in and start, ooh, 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 ooh. okay, shut up, go away. Okay. <laughs> um, if you come in and you say, you know, I, I don't like that Avienda is a different color. Okay, great, awesome, wonderful. But why is nobody complaining about her hair? Why does nobody? Why is nobody deeply offended that all of the the maidens of the spear in the show do not have a bob? short crop haircut with a rat tail huh because book accuracy book accuracy <laughs> yeah maybe we should Shut be up. looking at a picture of bay and she at navienda and see if we can see any big differences between their outfits oh my yeah, god because they're because they're all the same society but they're not the same clan there you go josh if you want to pulling it up right picture, now find a picture yep. and upload it and we can change the view for that but um no i i think you're both absolutely right it if, if nothing else, the societies probably have uh, a kind of universal marking they use. Mm-hmm. But um, the, the IEL, and I know it's a lot of people's favorite culture, um, but for me, like I still love the idea that these warrior factions that are a massive part of their training um, that is that makes it so critical so that they don't fight other members of their same society is that they have to learn to distinguish between um a, a, like hundreds of different combinations of of cat and sore kind of designs and layout uh, kind of things um if nothing else like because you could kind of you could get away with with a with a lot i mean if you're a stone dog for the uh, for the tard on dad then all you might need to know is the stone dog difference or or identifier and then you know the 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 tarad um which i'm gonna say like the clan name like 17 different ways by the way Um, (laughs) i don't want to say i don't want to sit here and be like you know typical southern nascar fan and be like the tar dad oh there's a picture yeah let me save that thanks wine you are a saint I'm pulling it up uh, right now. God. I've, I've oh, also just went and found a picture for myself to to look at. Um, oh, and well, I think I can already see a difference between um, between Avienda and um, Bane, and and maybe even she had a little bit to be honest. I think it's the screen, and oh no, I put it in the wrong section. 
<laughs> Did I put it in the wrong section? It shouldn't be in this section. Hold on. I can do it this way. I can figure it out. And oh, Josh is already doing one. it. Yeah, that's what there I was about go. to do. You're going to have okay, to so zoom in on that. We're going to zoom in. We're gonna I'm going to send you this other one as well. Uh, let's go. So I'm seeing one. things like. There you go. I sent you um, another one, Josh. Okay. The one that wine put in uh, the Discord. So obviously, like Abiella doesn't have that shield for a start. So maybe that's part of it. Like we mentioned spears earlier, maybe those shields seem to possibly be one. Um, the bucklers. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, gosh, Rob, it's a buckler. Are you even a fan of the Will of Time? <laughs> no, oh. no. The, is that what is that what the little shield is called? It's called a buckler. Yeah, when they're that small, uh, they're bucklers because they're made to be agile and deflective rather than blocking. Uh, Abby, oh, the, okay. Not only that, but if you notice here on the far left, uh, we've got three leather bands on the forearm, and Avienda only has one. And uh, then on the, we've only got, let's see, right here. I think that's one, because, so that's two, Bane's bracer three, for yeah. her bow. Avi doesn't carry a bow. And I don't think Chiad does either. Uh, Leia's saying that they wrap their shufas slightly differently. Let's uh, let's yeah. get here. Let's get a let's get a better. Hold on, just one second. So I also have. Uh, Bam! Here we go. This one's a little bit higher resolution as well. Oh so. yeah, that's yeah. So the shufas are different here. If you look, even just the color of that material. So look, Bane on the left there. Hers has got quite. Um, like that that's like the the cross on that uh the cross on the stitching yeah. is quite prominent but then in, in chiad in the middle there's almost like a fluffy quality to it yeah you don't have that prominent ridge and then if you go across to um avi's that's much paler um and kind of sits in between the fluffy and the ridge so different shoe for just for a start there yeah Aviendas is also covered in blood. I don't know if that is uh, pertinent <laughs> to the story here. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. of you know, no offense to to Bane and Chiad, but but I gotta say, only one person in this picture is the one true Bane. So, <laughs> oh my God, Andrew, you're such a fanboy. I mean, her last name does rhyme with heart for a reason. <laughs> I'm, um, I'm trying to look um for things that are similar between them um to be like maybe okay so that was that's what makes them like yeah i mean maybe maybe there isn't something because the mains that the spitfire doris mine maybe don't need anything uh, but the sleeve materials right here you've got these little notches yep yeah. uh um, also but on but boots. over here you have okay but look so, at here uh, she's just got them laced up yeah so maybe again that's a thing um, I'm, I'm looking, I've got a different angle and I can see the boots on Avienda and on Chied and they have exactly the same boots. So potentially boots make a difference as well. And Matt Hatch would be killing himself right now, wouldn't he? He's obsessed. With that. <laughs> There's also, um, a difference in the way they carry their weaponry. 
Um, yeah. You can't see it in this picture. The second picture that I sent you that Wine posted for us that also has Perrin yeah. and Hopper in it. Oh, you okay. can see Bane and Chiad both carry their weapons so that they point over the each shoulder where Avienda carries them so they only point over yes. her right shoulder. Right. Now, yeah. she is only carrying spears, so it would, might would be different if she had a bow and it might would you know be the same. But it would be like the inverse orientation of... Um... Yeah, there's the picture. Right. So yeah. we've got... Well, but here's the other thing too. Look. Avienda has three spears three. on one side. No yeah. bow. She's got three spears on the one side in the same fashion, but different side with yep. a bow. And I mean, that might that side. might come down to her um, dominant hand or something. Dominant hand or something. Can we look down at their boots, perhaps, for a second? Is it the matching boots? All three have matching boots, so maybe boots come into this. We maybe haven't seen we haven't seen the guys yet, but uh, guys, yeah. I yield, but. You know, boots could be a potential thing. That would be an easy signifier, wouldn't it? Make the boots the same way. Yeah, Matt. Come on. Yeah, Matt. Oh, wait. Uh, you retired. Move <laughs> <laughs> up just a little bit. Still stay zoomed in because. Okay, never mind. I was thinking that maybe Bane and Chiad wore. I mean, they both wear their buckler on their right side. And I was thinking maybe they both wore the dagger on the right side, but they don't. One does and the other doesn't. Yeah. So yeah, so the sleeves are very different here in these pictures, aren't they? Um Yeah. So but I, I wonder if it's just that she's got hers laced up. Oh, but now we say this, aren't Bane Chi and Navienda, they're all different um seps or different clans. That's a good question. Well, I'll go uh, searching for that. Someone someone who's a professional would have looked that up. To in the beginning of this episode before starting. Okay. To yeah. So da, 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 they're da. different. They're both. They're different clans. Chiad is of the Goshin Aiel of the Stone River so Sept. Chiad is Goshin. And I'm, I mean, I'm even looking at um, Sharad Aiel of the Black Rock Sept. Right. So I'm even looking at like these. these yeah, all uh, all three are technically of different clans of different sects. The only yeah, yeah. factor is the society. Society. So oh. the only thing we're finding common currently is the boots. There's differences in sleeve work. Um, what you know, the the braces, the shufa, um, like the I, I don't know, gents, help me out here. What you what like what their chest I'll armor? What, what those whatever those it's called. Boots weren't made yeah. for walking. They were made for walking, so that makes sense. Yeah, because you can see in no. this shot, um, Avienda and uh, I'm so bad with telling Bane and Chiat apart. The one in the middle, uh, that's Bane. Bane. Yeah, so Avienda and uh, and Bane's Raga's uh, like my hardcore new year. crush. So okay, oh, right yeah. though, same, same. <laughs> I can't get over it. I, I just like it's. I don't even know how it happened. It just snuck out of nowhere. I'm just like, <sighs> just one woman, day you were like, uh, oh. Wheel of Time cast member. And then she was like, oh, by the way, I'm going to just be incredibly attractive all the time. Yeah. And you're like, yeah. you can you can see cool, in this thanks. shot, other than the Shufa, <laughs> Avienda and Bane's clothing is a, the, the same color materials, the same hue. Yeah. Only their yep. Shufa is a, a different, you know, slightly different color material. 
And Chiod's yeah. uh, material looks like it's all made from the same material, including the shufa yeah. that uh, uh, right. Baines is made. Yeah. Well, and look, you've got little... Maybe that's uh, why Avian is looking at them like, wow, do you not wash your, your shufa? Why is it so... <laughs> <laughs> Dost thou even wash thine shufa? No, uh, or maybe, maybe, maybe uh, Chiod is actually more adapted to the Westlands, so she's got the darker brown where there's more moisture Maybe. And Avienda, because it does talk about them changing. It does talk about them changing their their cut and sore as they go into the wetlands, especially with winter, especially with going through forests. Um, yeah. But the interesting thing is, here is imagine being an eel and having to figure out like winter camo. You you'd have to still <laughs> figure out how to have the same discerning mark. And I'm going back to the stitching. Okay. Okay. Over here. Yeah, because we have actually squares. We, now we've this. We haven't looked at stitching, have we? So yeah. Okay. Squares on chair. Squares. Yep. Enhance. We got Enhance. stripes. So what if it's this this apron type uh, cloth is an indicator? Because look, you've got these squares here. You've got these stripes here. Right. Yeah. And Avienda has a completely different weave pattern over here, and that is something you could do as an Aiel with the same amount of fabric the same kind of fabric that would be accessible to everyone but when you put it on the loom or whatever apparatus you're using to weave that fabric you use a different pattern you know i'm not and gonna you could lie. do that you could do that weaving any fabric i'm a massive fan of chiad's thigh holster I, it's a very cool i mean just all their outfits are fucking awesome so um, like I, I love thigh holsters. I mean, I don't. I've yeah. never carried a knife in a thigh holster, but you know, now, who did carry a knife in a thigh holster besides Chiad, Crocodile Dundee. He did it. Fair enough. Do you know what I'm looking for now? I'm trying to hunt down the image of that dead eel from season one to see if oh, he was wearing what sort of boots he was wearing. And that's a stone dog. Oh, Do you we, see? Yeah, that's a stone zoom dog, in yeah. on um on Bane's uh, shufa right where it's tied. Oh yeah, right in the center. That almost looks like a bird, like the that way does. it's tied. Or is it? Or is it leather? Like a couple of leather straps. That was one of the. I actually I think it's her heron mark shufa. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to type TV show, and I almost typed shufa. Um, that was anything. <laughs> You're welcome. I will say this too. I am happy that her bow is unstrung because that is one thing that irritated me about the show is that Rand and Perrin and Matt, they're all running around with their bows and they're always strung. And I was just like, huh. <laughs> yeah, it does get a smidge difficult to keep that in minor detail. Minor detail. If you keep it strung all the time. I will okay, say this, so, Avienda does have a forearm guard for a bow, though. Yeah, that's true. If that, if so I was trying right to remember what, like, draw hand. what that piece of ar of armor is actually called. It's not, it's not quite gauntlet, because gauntlet includes greaves. That's what it's called, greaves. Greaves, yeah. Ooh. Um, so oh. Chiad has zero greaves. Bane has uh, internalized greaves, like inside-facing, uh, inner forearm-facing greaves on both. Uh -huh. And uh, Avienda, who maybe maybe Bane is like ambidextrous with the bow, 
and Avienda's not. So that's why Bane has like those kind of protectors on both forearms, and Avienda's just, you know. I'm about to. That would be right hand dominant. So. Wine is on fire right now. I'm about to. Uh, well, you should put it out because alcohol fires are very dangerous. That mm -hmm. is true. If you would like to, as we're talking about stuff, send us pictures and stuff to use. Uh, make sure you join our Discord. Go to blackterrorpod.com. Yeah. Join our Discord. Uh, and then join the Patreon if you want to do it live. Or you can just randomly send us pictures and hope that it oh, makes God. it into an episode. Okay, hold on just one second. I'm trying to figure out which episode had uh, the dead eye in it. <laughs> uh, there we go. Four? Now here's, oh, no, here's it's, it's episode three. It's episode three. I'm, I'm, here's I'm this. Oh, oh I'm, I'm, right. To green. I'm oh, noticing yeah, something though. What does she have? She's got the same. What appears to be the same bit of chest armor that Avienda does. Oh, another thing about Shail, um, she's like she had with the spears pointing like an X over her shoulder. Yes. So is that a that could possibly be a clan thing? I mean, it might be a weapon, just comfort thing. What works best what, for them? Um, what was Shail from? Is she from the same place as Chiad? I honestly cannot remember off the top of my head. I'm still trying to search for this dead Aiel. Um, so. I've got I've got the picture right here. I need yeah, to take, well, she was, need to take she this was, picture um, of me out of here. <laughs> so grain was Potterdod Aiel, just like Avienda. She was from the oh. Shumai Sept. The Shumai Sept, okay. Shumai, yeah. You see, like, hanging around all these Aiel has, does, has done wonders for you for pronunciation, and I appreciate it because it helps me. <laughs> well, and I'm just happy for, for, your own, for your own success and growth. I got to get it right occasionally, haven't I? So, you know. <laughs> all right, here we go. Let's see. Even a we wetlander get... gets it right once a year. Yep. There we go. You see, now I found that shot, but I'm actually watching the episode to see if I can get a better shot. Um, yeah, this that one's... is... Also, I probably should have said gruesome warning, because that's, now that we're, like, just looking at it, it's kind of gruesome. I mean... It is It is a little gruesome dead guy in a cage for three hours in him, so... Four. But Sorry, I'm not seeing... Again, I'm not seeing a... And again, this is the first male Aiel that we're even looking at. So this is the only male Aiel. Yeah. That we get yeah. to look at. Still got the okay. same kind of light colored material that his Shufa and uh the main part of the Cadensaur is made of. Yeah. But he, he's got a, a stomach to neck um leather uh breastplate. He yeah. does, yeah, it goes or chest piece. Chest piece, yeah. So stone dog because you know stone dogs can't protect their stomach. They're so clumsy. Maybe. <laughs> I feel like that would be a shield rattling moment there. Well, you know, too bad they've only got bugglers to rattle. Ramad rattle. Yeah, that. That's we say. There it is. There it is. Oh, there it is. Uh, I'm not really getting a good picture here at the moment. I'm getting a lot of Tom and Matt talking. Um, also, weird to see Barney, uh, by the way, looking over its uh, season hey, one. Hey, Barney. 
So it, I, I think, I think a, a sort of final conclusion we can draw just from the material that we have, because mm -hmm. we have a total of five Aiel, right? Like, right. Yes. We have a total of five Aiel. One of them is dead. <laughs> well, no, two, two of, them of them are dead. dead. Two of them are dead. Yeah. <laughs> um. Well, without having a larger sample size. I don't know that we can definitively say that there is. Uh, do you do you have pictures of Bane, Chiat, and or Avienda veiled? Because one thing I'm noticing, Tigraine's veil is like separate under or like an internal piece to the Shufa because it's yeah. black fabric separate. They also have yeah. black fabric, as does the Dead Aiel. Um, you see, there it is. You can see the black fabric there for this. So it's like sewn to the inside. Oh, yeah. No, you're right. Okay. So it's like a neck gator underneath. Yeah, like, I, was, I was just gonna say it it's is. almost what like do, a neck. What gator. do they call Josh? What do they call the um, the Middle East head wraps that they would issue to us before we would deploy? Oh, um, oh, shemogs. Yes, I think it was shemog. That sounds right. It sounds right. Yeah, but it's like uh, oh god, imagine wearing a neck gator under your shemog in the desert during the day. No, thank you. So hot, yeah, like I not in a sexy way. Nice. I mean, it, it looks good here, but not you know hot as in like losing eighty percent of my body weight and water through my neck, kind of hot. <laughs> yeah, lose a lot of heat in the neck. All right, uh, I've got now. Do you know what? It, it's a little tough to tell because it's dark. Can we go back and get a boot picture of the girls? Um, sure can. I want to see. Here, you know what? Here's another boot picture, right? Yeah, here. that that'll work. Um, I want to but... say uh, there's some markings on his boots that are not on their boots. Mm. Almost like some um, some like leather design. Um, so I want to say, yeah, their boots are plain. Looking at that, can we try the other picture that's a bit uh, higher resolution? Yeah. Uh, Yeah, their boots are they're plain, they're, especially on those yeah. large panels. Whereas I can yeah. definitely in it's all right, it's in you know, um well, I suppose lamp light, torch light, whatever uh, in this scene, but um uh I mean I can share the screen if you want to see the image. Um, yes, please. Uh once make sure I get yeah, that one. Uh so throw that up there. Can you see? Now if I Is it like right right around the ankle? Yeah, right around here. Well, if I move my mouse back off, it'll disappear. Will they? Can you see? There's some like. Oh, looks like... okay. Yeah, there's there's something there. There is something there, and his boots, while they're similar, don't look exactly the same as as the boots that we saw on the girls. His look like the shin piece goes over the boot. Does it look the same for the girls? I'm gonna switch back it... real quick. Yeah, it's it... like it's one piece. And theirs, theirs has a stitching across the front. It doesn't seem to go. Yeah. He doesn't seem to have stitching either. But you see how, like, theirs, it seems like the, the actual calf part of the boot rises naturally from the fabric around the foot? Yes. But I don't know if it's just the lighting, but in this one, kind of right around where that almost shiny mark on the right-hand uh, front part of the ankle is, it almost looks like there's a V-cut down above that. 
yeah almost like the the leather wraps around the the calf or something and yeah yeah doesn't come up as seemly it could just Le be Leia's made was... a good reminder in chat. Uh, Josh has seen it as well. Yeah, um, yep. two different costume designers, so there might not be consistency between the two seasons. Um, but yeah, I mean, to be fair, there may and, not be consistency across you know the and, descriptions. And so. that and that's what I was just going to say. There there might not be consistency at all, just because I mean for but the TV point, show. Yeah, for the TV show, you've got you know, uh, as Leia mentioned, two different costume designers from season one to season two. Um, and there's nothing that says that, uh, and, and this isn't a diss, this isn't me just complaining, but that's a pretty fine detail and where they've had to cut and trim a lot of fat. Yeah. I, I find it difficult to believe like that they went to the costume designer and said, Hey, it's real important that the Goshin Aiel look like this and the yeah. Tardad Aiel look like, so, I mean, we did just spend a lot of time doing some analyzing and, and I'm happy we did that. I like doing that, yeah. but uh, there is a very good point to be made here with, you know, maybe that just ain't it. Maybe they're, maybe they didn't do that in the show. It is very possible, but I, I, I think we're onto something I mean, there. We'll, I, we'll see, I, I like where we're at. I think that. I'm stuck on boots. I think boots is, um, is the winner. Boots and I, hate, I, I, I also have to say that. Yeah, yeah. I, I also a little bit of me it's like damn you my hatch for the boots um, but, I, yeah. I really want to say though that they're even it may be different because of two different costume designers but I definitely I mean I think we all can safely assume that they're not really doing much by accident on, on the show I mean mm. like the only thing that I know for a fact was accidentally perfect was Kate Fleawood uh you know, mispronouncing ninety. Yes. Um, uh, yeah. Where she like wasn't instructed to do that or didn't read and like know to do that. And she was like, "Oh, it feels like the right thing." And it's just like, "Yes." You have but, no I mean, idea they, how perfect they you put are. so much. <laughs> yeah, they put so much effort into not just making sure that um, Tyrion things or Tarian or whatever you want to call them from Tyr. Um, or no, Ilian. Um, Ilianer uh, rankings were right on Tam's uniform for just yeah. Ileana military. They made sure it was right for Ileana military for Tam and the rank he was whenever he served. So looking at that and looking at the parts of Tigraine's uh, Cadence Sword that are similar or are the same as like Avienda's, I, I think they are putting that look into it. And you kind of have a get out of jail free card of sorts with Tigraine where she's not born Aiel, so it right. would re be reasonable that some of her stuff That's would still point. be different to be like, hey, it's you know almost like an uncanny valley thing. Like, it's almost Aiel, but not quite. Yeah. There, there is that, yeah. So, and obviously two different costume designers, like Leia has already said, does, does add some differences. Um, but I... No, I am a I, show apologist, so... <laughs> Yeah, I, I am as well. Um, but I, yeah, I think, uh, do you know what? I really didn't think this conversation would end up going this way. Um, I didn't think we'd have as much show conversation as we've ended up having. <laughs> but, you know, I know I was all on the stitching thing at the beginning, but I think it, you know, um, different, different details on boots is where I think I finished up. But also I like where you pointed out the different weave and stitch on the, um, the veil, oh, like the shufa, sorry. Um, yeah. I think that was a big thing as well that you picked. It was Josh, you picked that up, didn't you? Or was it? 
No, it was John. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I just um, pointed out the hair and Mark Shufo. That was it. Yeah, the hair, that's true. Um, <laughs> so there's probably something to do with like certain bits of armor or whatever, but I think Shufo and I, well, Shufo and Boots, they're the two things I think do it. <laughs> All right. Oh, there you go. That's, you know what? Not not a bad Field theory expedient. there. expedient. Oh, oh, yeah. That's, that's a well. good point for the snow cat and saw. Yeah. Imagine being super pregnant in labor, fighting <laughs> and adapting your cotton sore. Mm -hmm. Yep. To the snow Child's climate, coat, man. Hey, but to Green had an advantage. She's from you the know, Westland. She at least had. She would have recognized before. snow. Yeah, she would have. She's like, oh, it's snow. Country. Imagine the rest of the other like, let's fight, and they're sitting there like around dragging up. <laughs> Why is it slippery? The hell is all this white stuff? Yeah. That's what she's like. Said. Oh, it must be salt. And someone like goes to lick the ground, and they're just like, "My tongue is stuck to this rock." <laughs> just an IEL Christmas story. <laughs> I've heard of cold rocks hold, but this is ridiculous. <laughs> but this yep. is ridiculous. I hope someone would get. That's where I was going. That. <laughs> no, that's what um, happened. Somebody from the this war, the IEL war. Got their tongue stuck to a rock on Dragon Mount, and there they went back to found Cold Rock's Hold, and that's how it got the name. Has nothing go. to do I with like the it. actual area. It's all them I getting like their it. tongue stuck to a rock. Yep, um, that definitely right sounds like an IEL thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> she, you know what? So I think I think she hates us because we got it right. Yeah, and the person we that did it, it was absolutely a stone dog. Absolutely. Oh yeah, had to, be, had to be a stone dog. Had to be a stone dog. So. Andrew, where do you stand on uh, fit and cut? Like, how do you how do you differentiate your ideal in your mind? Um, ones that hate me and ones that don't. If I don't see a veil, <laughs> then we're good. I don't care where you're from. <coughs> we're fine. As soon as that veil goes up above the lower chin mark, I'm fucking running. I'm good. Yeah. I mean, solid so, advice. You know, better better than a Kyrianen would think of Aiel, but you know, it's 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 like a a healthy respect mixed with a sudden onset of fear when the veil starts coming up. I like it. Yeah. Uh, for me, for the uh, for the different. You know, clan sep society. I, I really like the idea of having the different uh, the different fabric weaves for the different ones. Um, it's something that is simply done. It's something that's practically done, and it's something that would be easily noticeable by someone else uh, who knows to look for it, and something that the wetlanders probably wouldn't really pick up on. And even right. if they did. You know, oh yeah, well, you can tell that she's Goshen because she's got squares showing in her pattern. What? That okay, <laughs> cool. Like it, it 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 that makes a lot of sense for me. Yeah. Um excuse me, ma'am. I can tell by the squares on your shoe for you're not from around here. <laughs> <laughs> Are you perhaps nice. lost? Are you perhaps lost? <laughs> Do you know where you are? Do you I don't see know what accent huge that under is. my roof? Wow. Yeah. 
No, but the um, shield but, but are but under the still only, That still only leaves that's that's still only one defining factor, and there's two other ways that we need to define. So, tell you what, for everybody listening right now, drop your comments below. Let us know what you think the defining factors of the different clan uh, society sept. Just tell us what you think in the comments. Are we are we onto something here? Are we way off? Uh, tell us what you think, uh, Rob. One more time, tell everybody uh, where they can find well, you. Tell us your your final thoughts first, Rob. Oh, I oh, I thought he did. My bad. Yeah, Sorry. I'm, I'm oh, sticking with the boots and the the weave on the shufa. That's um, that's what I'm sticking pants, with. Boots and pants and boots. Boots and shufa, boots and boots, boots and shufa, boots and shufa, yeah. Boots and shufa, boots and boots and shufa, boots and shufa. Yeah. So you're you're um, going you're going with the mat hatch route for the boots, yeah, and the sadly. mat hawthen route for the hat. <laughs> kind of, yeah. <laughs> which is um, it's which is mat, scary mat, because mat and mat and mat and mat. It's mat, the mat, mat bias all over again, isn't it? So <laughs> it is. It's the um, mat bias. But yeah. Well done. In regards to where people can find me and stuff, um, go to MalkitTalks.com. I have a fancy website. Uh, that is where Josh got my face for tonight's thumbnail uh, on the stream. This is a true and, story. Uh, yeah, you can check out everything I do there. So MalkitRecon is on there. You can get your tickets to that. Uh, information about what a holiday is on there. Information about the YouTube channels on there. The podcast is on there. Um, yeah, it's just all the good, and all the, all the good stuff there. All the fun yes. stuff. All the oh, social wow. medias. All the Go social follow medias. Rob. You're you're one this... of the busiest, multifaceted, incredibly <laughs> talented uh Wheel of Time content creators that I know. Um <laughs> what a holiday. Yes, um, Hugh comes with the line winning the books, I remember. <laughs> yeah. And uh our not just my friendship with you, but I think our, our show's friendship with, with you is uh definitely in the top one treasured, if not the top two treasured. Oh we'll say top two treasured just to leave a little bit of mystique out there. <laughs> so so the mean, other five people you said that to can be like Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So uh <laughs> Because you've tolerated us for quite a long time. That's true. So, but you tolerate um, me as well. So you know, it's it's a it's a mutual toleration. Well, it's a lot easier to tolerate you, you did buy than me a beer to tolerate that one Josh. Time, so. I mean us. So. <laughs> um, but it's it's always an absolute treat and treasure to be able to have you on the show and get to chat with you. So, it's always fun um, talking to you guys as well. I love it. Maybe one of these days we'll make it out to Malkyriecon. Oh, I think that. I, mean, I need to make it to Gathering Madness, guys. Seriously. You know, they're, they're both so close together, though. It's like they are you know, it's it's tough. It's hard. six weeks apart or something stupid. Like, it's so you, you know what so we close. need. We need Amazon. <laughs> you have to, to do, you have to do Europe's only so will of time convention. these things. God, sorry, I talked over Josh. I was just gonna say, we need Amazon to give us more shill money so we can afford these things. Gosh, yeah, because we're not, I'm not willing to, uh, to sell a yacht for this, but. Yeah, I can't. I can't <laughs> sail my yacht to where you guys live to get to Gathering Madness. That's the problem. <laughs> so they need to give me. They need to upgrade my yacht so I can put a helicopter on the back and then I can fly. Thank you. I can sail over and then fly to you guys. And that you know, come well, on. You, you might could this year if we have it where we're thinking of having it. So, oh, which is somewhere I think you've been to already for a different kind of quote unquote con. Okay. That uh. Isn't quite too hasty in the the time frame. Okay, 
where you got what? your street sign behind you. Oh. Oh. See, I was I was going with subtle hit. <laughs> and Josh was like flashing neon sign. You know, I have all the subtlety <laughs> of a sledgehammer, sir. Yeah. You know, and that's why you're the storm leader because you're flashy and you're loud <laughs> and nobody can ignore you. That's right. <laughs> In the best that's of right. ways. So, In the best of ways. but go, go check out Rob. Make sure you subscribe to the Malkier Talks YouTube channel where you can catch everything Malkier Talks. You can catch three full talk. It's beyond worth listening to. Yes. Definitely go and it's check so it out. Cool. And when you do show up, uh, make sure that every time you show up, if Leia is there, make sure she remembers the I.O. Christmas story that gave Cold Rock's Hold its name every time. <laughs> um, but for those of us here, uh, safely <clears throat> safely on the other side of the Dragon Wall here at the Black Tower Podcast, I have been your Bajan Mahal, Andrew. And I have been your Sorban Mahal, Josh. Uh, thank you, Rob. Thank you, patrons. Thank you for everybody else who's listening. Uh, remember, uh, if you want to become a patron, uh, it's as cheap as a dollar a month, and it allows you to listen to our episodes live. It allows you to participate in Patreon-exclusive chats <laughs> in our Discord, and uh, is also home to a slew of other wonderful benefits. Um, also, if you don't have money to support us, that's totally fine, too. Guess what? Click the like button. Click the subscribe button. Totally free way to support us. Um, and uh, by the way, I will leave you with a little bit of trivia. Uh, the kid from A Christmas Story who got his tongue stuck to the pole did not actually get his tongue stuck to the pole. That is not what happened. They actually had a small hole drilled in the pole with like a vacuum on it. So when he stuck his tongue to it, it was just a vacuum holding his tongue there. So he, no flicks were harmed in the filming of that movie. Thank you all for being here. Thank you all for tuning in. Thank you all for listening, watching along. You guys are the best. You're awesome. Thank you for uh, tuning in for this week's Dose of Taint. And wherever you are out there, we hope you leave here just a little bit more insane than you were when you first got here. Thank you. Thanks, everyone.